We will begin on Sadi Zainab Al at the top of the page at the words Kesar Mukhirat. Baruch Atah Zunayu Hinumalakalam Shaikoni Abdullah. Today's daf is available. Kesar Mukhirat. We're talking about a girl who is married. Her husband dies and now she has to sell some of his properties in order to be able to pay the grocery bills. How does she do it? Amar Daniel Bar Katina Amar Huna Mochiret Achat Shnevat Chodesh Vadokeach Mufanes Achat L'Shloshim. He says like this: the way to do this is as follows. She'll take a property, and it's got to have enough. She knows basically what her expenses are for Mizanot. Um, let's say we'll we'll, we'll call it a thousand dollars a month for her to just to, to, for Mizanot, and she'll sell a twelve thousand dollar piece of land. And that should be enough for 12 months for her, okay? But the person who buys it doesn't pay her the $12,000 right away. Not at all. Why? Because maybe <coughs> she'll get married and lose the right to Mizanot. So instead, the buyer, <coughs> the buyer will actually pay her monthly, a monthly $1,000 salary till he's finished the 12 months. And then he's done. Why? Because otherwise he'll just give the money to the... If she does get married after a month or two, he'll give the money to the heirs. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Mm-hmm. That's according to Daniel. Who says no? It's, uh, it's six months. She does $6,000 a property. And again, she gets paid for 30 days. Tanya comes into Avuna. We have a bright like Avuna. Bright is the following. Mochel Shemachsolah says that you do it for 12 months. And the Lokech pays monthly her salary. Tanya comes into a bright like Avuna also. Mochel Shemachsolah. So not only do we have the two Amoraim, we also have two bright like one like each one of them. Amara is six months, not, not a year. And they get paid every third days. What about Ravuna who says that it's a year? He says, I never heard that. Which means, I don't really hold like him. Therefore, I never accept it. He heard it, but he never doesn't hold like him. Okay? So we hold, once, we hold she sells a six month property. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now we have a question. What happens if she sold it? Can she collect? Which means, like this, normally a woman could sell a property for Mizanot, right? Now, besides that, she has the right. Now, Mizanot, you can't collect money from someone who, who bought a property from her husband, only from the actual property that the husband has, right? Ketubah is different. Ketubah is a star in a loan, and therefore she can collect money all the way back. Backdated from dated Ketubah from anyone who bought a property from her husband, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. Now, what happens if she sells, let's say, a house on East Third Street, okay? In order for her Mizanot for six months, like we said, okay? Or a garage on East Third Street for, for that price, right? And now, the guy who bought the garage is very happy, okay? 
Two months later, she decides she wants to get married. She's collecting ketubah, money. Okay? She comes to get the money. Guess what? We don't have money. Can she go and say, well, I know someone who, who bought a property from my husband. The garage guy. But he bought it from you. Yeah, but he bought it from me after the date of my ketubah. My ketubah is all the way back from 30 years ago. And therefore, can she use her ketubah money to collect money from someone that bought the property from her for the Mizanot? Together or no? What? They sold it together. Not, not together. She sold the property legally because she was buying Mizanot. Mm-hmm. Now this other fellow comes. Welcome, Mr. Pinyamin. Okay. Now this other fellow comes. Why are you late? <laughs> this other fellow comes and he says, And he says, uh, I want to buy, he bought it. Now they want to take it back from him. Okay? So it says, Come and buy it at home. But there be Yosef. Where it says, The question is like a Yosef. Right? Now, Rabbi Yosef, I'm not the Zabin. it's me. Eat it. A woman who sells the, uh, uh, the karka for the mezonot, right? And she accepted achayut. There's a machloket. If she sold something, do who has to pay the guy back? Let's say she sold something and someone took it away from him, the guy, right? Let's say the woman sold the garage and now someone came to claim it again. Is it who has to make good to the garage buyer? says it's the orphans who have to make good to the garage buyer. If the betin sold, also it's the the orphans have to make good. It sounds like if if the halacha is the orphans have to make good, so it sounds like she can collect money from the garage owner. Because it's like collect, yeah. Do we say that? In other words, you might say, well, the same way when she sells the field, when she sold the field to the garage, and someone collected from the garage guy, she's not. It's not her job. It's the orphan's job. So we can say that she actually could actually go collect also. Same thing. Or do we say, hey, yes. When you sell the garage and someone takes it back, it's the orphan's problem. But if you sold something, then you have to deal with your archives. Since you're the one who sold it, you can't collect back from the orphans, from, from, the, from the garage owner. That's the question. You lost? You are lost. One more time. One more time. Okay. You have a lady, Gertrude. Okay? She sells a garage for $6,000. For a Mizanot for six months. Right. Now she wants to know. <coughs> she changed her mind. She had lived one, two months. She doesn't like being a widow. She met a fellow, fine fellow. And she wants to get married. She'd like to collect a half a million dollar ketubah. Right. She's going around to collect, collect money. She only ends up with 400000 She says, where can I get more property for my husband? He's dead now. Oh, yeah. I can collect money from someone who bought property. Well, what did he sell? Well, he sold one of the things he sold is this garage. Okay, she goes back to the guy who bought the garage from her and says, oh, I'm so sorry, there's a document from before you bought it. But I bought it, I bought it from you. 
Yeah, well, this document is my kitubah. My kitubah is from 30 years ago. And therefore, I'm coming to the Kitubah stuff. Can't you do it? Do we say? Well, the same way the orphans are the ones who have to pay, make good whenever something gets collected on a garage guy. Yeah. So, if it's the or- that means it's her, she's, she's, since the orphans are the guys making good, she's allowed to collect. Or do we say no? Yeah, you, you, the orphans have to make good on something that got collected. But if you're the one who sold it, you can't collect. That's the question. So, so, you with it following or no? You following? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little who? We have a writer. It says, It says she could sell up to the amount of her ketubah. For, for the thing, right? So she could collect. Samachle should take bear ketubah minashah. Do, 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 um, which means that she's relying on that, that she could always collect the ketubah from the rest. Shmamine, we see. Shayar in from the rest she could collect. But if it's not from the rest, meaning something she sold, no. The Brighta says she sells up to the, she sells, if she, let's say the guy left a million dollars and she has a ketubah of $700,000, she could sell Mizonot up to $300,000. This way she, she could still collect her ketubah from the rest. Now, when it says from the rest, it sounds like she can only collect the ketubah from the rest. But from the 300,000 that she sold, she can't collect. It's a proof that if you sold, you can't be the one to do it. Well, I said, no. Dilma, it's a double Maybe really she could collect. But we don't want people to call her names. They're going to call her a backtracker. Right? And then, therefore, just because really she could have collected, she could have sold more than 300,000. And collected it back, but we don't want people to call her names, so we told her not to. Was no MK litany go back to a minashar. It should say that she collects the kutubah from the rest. My samachle. What does it mean that she relies on it? Sounds like that if she sold, she can't collect. Okay. Ibaru asked the you with me, Mr. Binyam. Okay. Ibaru have a question. Does it mean we have a question, a person who sold this field and everyone knows that he sold it in order to buy a particular item, right? Let's say there's a, something on sale, right? There's somebody selling his Lamborghini for cheap. So the guy says, my gosh, you're selling a field? Okay, so I'm gonna, he's selling Lamborghini for $100,000. I'm going to sell my field for $100,000 and buy Lamborghini. Everyone knows what he's doing. He sells the field. And then the guy said, oh, you know something, I'm not selling my Lamborghini. Some other guy said, whatever the seller is. Now he says, you know what, I wish I could get my money back to the field I sold. Now he doesn't need the money. It goes back. It does not go back. Can he renege on the sale and say, I only did it for the Lamborghini? Because the other guy says, I, don't know, I, don't know, I have no idea what you did it for, but either way, you can't. I know, I, or, or I know you did it for the Lamborghini, but too bad. Tough luck. How does it go? Tashma bring your proof. There was a guy who sold land to our papa to our papa. It's the Khuzuzi because he needed money. Right? The Bisman Turi to buy a couple of oxen. And he didn't need the bag. He didn't need the money because they weren't selling the oxen. And Papa gave him back the property. So you see that you have the right to get it back. But I says, no. Papa was a Sadiq. He did 
beyond the letter of the law. But that doesn't mean it's a proof that you automatically get it back. Tashma, another proof. It says, let's say the price of food goes up, inflation, eggs are six dollars. Right? Everybody sold their houses in order to be able to find, buy food to live. Then all of a sudden, a ship came with tons of wheat, and now the price went down, and you could live without it. Everyone wants to buy the house back. The law is that all the houses go back. No. Different. Over there they bought it by mistake. Why? Because it became clear that the, the, the boat was already in the dock. And therefore, since the boat was already in the dock, Therefore, just they didn't know about it. That's why you have to give it back. But in general, you don't have to give it back. Remember, if you explain that the, that the, course, the boat was there, and that's the reason why he said that if you if you make the guy give the refund on the sale, you're going to cause trouble in the future. Because when people really need money and they're trying to sell their fields. They're not going to be able to sell it because the guy buying it is going to say, I'm not going to buy it. It all goes back. Right. You know, and they're messing him up. So, so he told him back, is every day, he told him when the, when the when, when Rabbi told him back, when Rabbi told him back, he says, what is, every day does it come a famine? He says, yes. But it happens very often in Nahardai. So therefore, we see that the case was not similar to us. Which means that it's only because there was ships on the way, but otherwise not. is that it actually goes back. Yes. If everyone knows what he did it for, if everyone, if someone sold it to buy a particular thing, and the item is no longer, no longer for sale, he does have a right to a refund. It doesn't say over here. It says if he sold the land because he needed money, but it turned out that he did not need the money. The mm. sale is rescinded. Right. The guy's moving uh-huh. to Israel, let's say. The guy sells the money and moved to Israel. Now he's not moving to Israel because his wife passes away, let's say, or whatever. Yes, he has the right to his money back. I don't know how long. It's a good question. New Mishnah, we're in Dafyomi on a double fast pace, so I'll see you later. Says the Mishnah. Uh, Almana, a widow, whether she's a widow from, from Erusin, which is Kedushin only, whether she's a widow from fully married, she could sell for her Mizanot, not for, she doesn't need a Betin to sell. So she could, let's say she's a widow, okay? Her husband died. Now she has to sell the garage in order to be able to buy food, okay? So she doesn't need to go to Baitin to figure out how much your garage is worth. She can sell without a Baitin. Okay. okay. Whether from Erosin or Nisreen. That's according to Tanakama. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Menah Nisreen, Mokhir from Baitin, Menah Erosin, He says, no. If she's fully married, she can sell without a Baitin. If she's, if she's Erosin only, she's only Kiddushin, 
she was never fully married, then she could only sell with a beti. Because she's selling not for mezonot, she's selling for a ketubah. Because a woman from Erosina only doesn't get mezonot. Because anyone who doesn't get mezonot has to sell with a beti. So now we're going to go explain the Chachamim. Remember, the Chachamim said, either way, Halachaz, you don't need a betim. I understand why, if you're doing it from a full marriage, since you're doing it from Mizanot, you don't need a betim, because we don't want the, the lady Hazita not to eat until she can find a betim to get together to, to sell the property in Hazita. Right? It makes sense. Since the Amanah from, right? That's if, that, but that's if she's fully married and she was relying on her for food. But an engaged girl is not relying on food anyway. She's not, she, she anyway wasn't fully married. Yeah. So then why could she sell? Why does Tanakhama say that she could sell the food without a bedim? Sell the store without a bedim. My Tama, Amar Ula says, Bashum Khina. Ula says, the reason is because we want girls to be able to get married quickly. If other girls see that this girl, who's a widow from, from Alana, has to go to bedim, it's going to make them not want to get married. We want, people, want girls to want to get married, according to Ula. The reason why the Chachamim let herself, and I think we, a person doesn't want his wife to have to get embarrassed and testify by him to get food. It's I. And therefore, that's the reason why the Chachamim say that she's allowed to sell even when she's only consumed. My opinion, what's the difference if you hold like Rabbi Yohan and If the reason is because you don't want to get embarrassed or you want other girls to get married. The difference is, let's say she got divorced. So let's say a guy, a guy married a girl, Elusin, and then he divorces her. Now she wants to collect the kitabah. The manda mishumachena. If the reason why we don't make a good betin is because we want other girls to get married easily, a grusha also, we need other girls to get married. They see that it's hard for them to do, they might not want to get married. The manda mishumachena, the manda mishumachena, if he divorced the girl, he could care, he could care less if she gets, she gets embarrassed with him. And therefore, if he divorced, she would have to um, go to Betty, according to the second bit, but not the first. Are you with me so far? Yeah. You with me? Tanan. A Grusha can only, do, only sell with the Betty. It's good according to one who says that a person could only sell, a person doesn't want his wife to get embarrassed. That's why a Gurusha has to sell a Betim because we don't care if she gets embarrassed. She's divorced. Gurusha is divorcee. Okay. But according to the one who says the reason why we love to do without a Betim is to want other girls to get married. Gurusha Nami Bayelachin doesn't divorce, he also needs Chen. You're right. But the author of that Mishnah is Rabbi Shimon, who holds. Since she's selling only for, for Ketubah, she can't sell with the Bedin, and therefore it's fine. Versus, Rabbi Shimon, what about the Rasha of the Mishnah? I thought we said in the Rasha that from Erosin, you're not allowed to sell. So then why did the mission have to have to repeat the same same law about a Gusha? We already said a regular girl, a regular Almana, even without a Gusha, can't sell. Of course a Gusha can't sell. 
Maar ze dacht, maar deem maar meer als in hoed lanovish. Geen tida. Awa gushe de lanovish geen tida. We have to mention it twice, because you might have thought, even though we already told you the law, that a divorcee who was only engaged cannot sell, you might have thought that a divorcee who was fully married could sell. Why? Because if we're trying to make other girls see it and that they're not getting abused when they're married and want to get married, if the girl never got fully married, never had to have Bia, Okay, so we don't care. No, other girls are not going to say, oh, she's a regular married lady. She never really got fully married. Maybe that's the reason why they don't let her. They let her make her go to Betty to sell because, okay, she's not a fully married. But if a lady who's fully married already had beer with the guy, now you make her go to Betty to make other girls. It's going to make other girls not want to get married because we're not treating her right even though she went through a whole hassle of marriage. Kamash that even in that case, still, if she's, if she's divorced, she has to go to Betty. That's the Chidush. Okay? Says, I don't need that either. Hanamitanina, we have that in the Brighton too. It says, Koshi Ella Mazanot. It says, any woman who has no Mazanot, she can only sell in Betin. That's what you know. What's it coming to include? How to include a Grusha? So I know that also what I need the Brighton for. Lord, to be aggressive and aggressive. We're talking, that's not, not coming to include this. It's coming to include a girl who's divorced and not divorced. Okay? Divorced and not divorced. Divorced and not divorced. It's coming to include a girl who's divorced and not divorced. For example, a girl who we're not sure if she's divorced or not. What's a girl on? Let's say the husband threw her a cat and we don't know if it's closer to her or not. So therefore, therefore, the town is going to tell you they don't think well, she's obviously she could opinion. sell her ketubah. She's of the because, opinion that she's divorced, right? Well, she doesn't know, no, she doesn't know. Now, she, now her husband died. Oh. Right? And therefore, I tell you that this that we tell you that's only, Rosaria's rule is only when the husband's alive. Because since he, since she stopped from getting married, he has to take care of her. But after he's dead, they don't have to take care of him. It's not since she's a fek. Okay? Tashma, I'll bring your proof. Okay? Because it says, Just like uh, Amana could sell without a betin, so to her heirs, which means her kids from her first marriage, who inherit her ketubah power, they could sell without a betin. I understand if the reasons you don't want a, a girl to be embarrassed in betin. Just like he doesn't want to embarrass his wife. He doesn't want to embarrass her heirs too. Because that's why he lets himself without a betin. According the one who says that the reason is because we want girls to want to get married. What 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 worried about marriage do you have with her people who inherited her? Talking about a case where she was inherited by a female relative, not a son, and therefore he doesn't want her female son to get after. If if her female heirs can embarrass the betin it also shows bad on the girls who want to get married okay we're going to stop over here at the Mishnah Baruch Adonai Le'olam Amen Ve'Amen